Nation of Kings. Can you holler? Can you scream? Can I hear you from all the way there? Sorry, I couldn't be with you last week because I had to minister somewhere. And I'm not with you this week because I'm ministering here. <laughs> Amen. All right, if you have the harp, can you shout? Can you shout? I love the energy. Let's start off with uh, Hebrews chapter 1. We're not going to read the whole thing. Go to the first service and listen. Hebrews chapter 1, we're just going to take the last two verses and then I will start teaching on classes of angels. So we are at the back of the teaching or the part of the series where we're dealing with angels and demons. And it's important again, you need knowledge because some people actually worship demons. I hope you know that. Right? We might touch on a couple of things around there. My, my iPad doesn't seem to be responding, but you're responding in Jesus' name. So look at Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 13 to verse 14. And one of the things that you also want to practice doing, I know it's great for us to have the screen and all of that, but practice going to the word by yourself on your device. And if you're not going to the word by yourself on your device, take a notepad and write down the references. These are the things that build men, that build people. I was thinking about it a while ago. And it says, see, if you misplace something, if you have something that is important to you and you misplace it, what are you going to do? How will you look for it? <laughs> is the hand demonstration for me? <laughs> All right. If it's a tissue paper that got missing, how will you look for it? Please answer the question. How? How will you look for it? Will you be passionate if it's just tissue paper? All right? You won't write. Now, if it's your international passport. You can see the difference. Even in the way people responded. Why would you look for your passport more passionately than a tissue paper? It's not easy to get another one. Without it, you can't travel. It has value. See, that is the way you should look for revelation in the word of God. Job said, I've esteemed your word above my necessary food. He's not saying above my junk food because junk food, you don't have to eat it. He's saying even my necessary food, what I need to leave, what I need to survive, I prioritize the word above what I need to survive. And it says, see, knowledge and wisdom are not just on top of the uh, Bible. He said that in the word, in Christ are hid. Somebody says some things are hidden. All the treasures of knowledge and wisdom. So they are hidden. Why are they hidden? Because we read, for those who are doing education in the book of Proverbs, it's the glory of God to do what? Hide a matter. Whose glory is it to unveil it? Kings. So when God wants to make you a king, he allows you to search out a secret that your generation is looking for. That's how kings are made. Kings are made by solving problems that subjects are running away from. 
So even though God had anointed David to become king, he did not, was not installed king until he killed the Goliath that nobody wanted to kill. And how did he kill the Goliath? By having a revelation. You come against me with swords and spears, I come against you in the name of the Lord. That's a revelation. So revelation has practical value, has spiritual value, has familial value, having to do with your family, has economic value. Somebody say go for knowledge. All right, Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 13. But to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? To which of the angels has he ever said that? None. Verse 14, let's read verse 14 together. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit? Please read that again one more time. That was again. I said again one more time. Who is this speaking about? No, who are the people he's speaking about? Describing? Angels. Peter says, what role, Peter says from verse 13, and God has never said this to any of his angels. Take your seats to me, next to me at my right hand, until I force your whispering enemies to be a rogue. God is going to cause your enemies to be a rug under your feet. He's going to cause your enemies to be right under your feet. Where's my pianist? Where's my pianist? Verse 14, he says, what role then do the angels have if they are not seated? What do they have? The angels are spirit messengers. They are spirit messengers sent by God to do what? To serve those who are going to be saved. As many as are going to be served. Look at your neighbor say, angels are your servants. Somebody's like, eh, how can I say that? Look at your neighbor say, angels are here to serve you. Say so they're here to serve God's purposes for your life. Look at the Amplified Classic. Amplified Classic said, besides to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand in bracket, associated with me in my royal dignity to like make your enemies a stool for your feet. Verse 14. Are not the angels all ministering spirits in bracket? Servants. What are they? What do they do? Sent out in service of God for the assistance of those. Tell somebody, say you have a PA. You have a power assistance. Say nobody can try you. Nobody can mess you up. How does that make you feel? Powerful. How does it make you feel? Say it no. Powerful. Makes you feel powerful. We're going to look at a couple of scriptures. We're going to look at Hebrews chapter 2 very shortly. But I feel impressed the lady to... Um, the part where Jesus said, I can ask my father to send you or to send angels now. And he's going to do it. 
because we're going to pick it up from there. I've given a list of what certain things you must have about angels. Can we go to Matthew chapter 26? Matthew 26 and from uh, verse 50. Jesus said to him, friend, for what are you here? Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Now, who was Jesus speaking to here? Who did he call friend? Where's this six? Hey, see this reason why we need to do Bible study. So nobody can just answer directly and say, this, who was he speaking to here? Judas. But he called him what? <laughs> Is this thinking it? Who was he speaking to? And he called him. Is Jesus a liar? Your friend in this world is not the person that buys you ice cream and buys you coconut uh, cake and candy. Your friend is the person that advances God's purpose for your life. <laughs> so Judas was betraying Jesus, but Jesus called him friend. Do you know the implication of that? That some people who are hurting you physically are advancing you spiritually. Oh, come on, y'all. Is there anybody who's getting ready to shout thank you, Jesus, for everybody that betrayed? Is there anybody who is ready? Kevin, it's good to see you this morning. Oh, I, I'm going to the island, though. People are not ready for me this morning. No, no, you're not, you're not right. If you have the back, please come to the front. If you have the back, come to the front, come to the front. I need more energy. I'm saying to you that there are certain people that you think hurt you in this, your life. But if you are to look through the eternal perspective, you will call them the friend of your destiny. For some of you are like, I have no enemies. Well, you have certain situations and you thought those situations were here to destroy you. But when you look through the eyes of Jesus, you are going to know that that was actually a friendly situation because it brought about an advancement to your destiny. Mainland people are not feeling me, but Highland people, can I talk to you? If you're on the island, I'm saying to you that every arrow that the enemy sends your way, he's a friend in your destiny because the Bible says all things work together for the good of them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. If your enemies are not advancing your purpose, don't do nothing, don't say nothing. But if you're excited about the person who betrayed you, let you down, forgot you, ignored you, left you in prison for two years after you interpreted their dreams, manipulated you, assassinated your character, and you know that all of them are just employees of the divine mandate concerning your life. I wanted to please home and look for another person who is vibrant at the frequency of this revelation and tell that other person it's a friend it's a friend every Judas in your life was a friend everyone who betrayed you was your friend because God is not sentimental God is incremental God does not do just emotions he does intentions so he calls Judas see friendship as mushy mushy we hug and kiss no friendship is advancement of divine intention concerning a life that's why the bible says there's a friend that sticks what 
So he calls Judas friend. Why do you call Peter? Satan. At what point does he call Peter Satan? When he was about to stop God's purpose for his life. Anybody trying to stop God's purpose for your life is being satanic in that moment. Because Satan is opponent, opposer. Diabolos is about to throw a dart. Are you hearing that? It means that sometimes family members can be like Satan. Do you get it? The realm of the spirit is not sentimental. The realm of the spirit is not sentimental. It's a friend, why have you come? Volume. I like the tone of volume. Why have you come? Then they came and laid hands. High five somebody till their palms blush. We haven't high five today. And tell that person some things that you thought were against you were really for you. Tell that person that situation. Yes, that one, that one, that one, that one. It's really for you. Please be seated. He said, then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. Verse 51. I'm going somewhere. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword. Struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Who was that? Agapita. Pew. Verse 52. But Jesus said to him, do what? Put your sword in its place for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. That's loaded, but let's move on. Or do you think... Watch this, this is the point now. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 what? Legion. He said, no, 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 no. Inside this place. Look at your neighbor. Say, talosokbe kokbo. Now, you know, you know that Jesus doesn't use words flippantly. So he's saying, I know how the angels are ranked, where they are kept. I know that now there are at least 12 angels that are not doing anything, but they are waiting for me. In case you change your mind. 12 legions. Now, what's a legion? Remember that guy in Mark chapter 5? He had a legion of demons. Check it, check it. A legion was one of the rankings for uh, how the Greeks, you know, the way you have a, a battalion, a squad, infantry right and then you have a legion what's a legion between it's a range five thousand to six thousand that's my previous studies show that it could be as low as four thousand so four thousand to six thousand so let's say five thousand how many angels was just saying they can be sent now twelve times five thousand is what sixty thousand Twelve times five thousand, sixty thousand. He said, "Now I can pray." But guess what? So you might be like, "If all the angels are there, why didn't the accident? Why wasn't the accident prevented? Why wasn't the shoot prevented?" Because God knows what He needs to use. <laughs> Listen, you know, if Jesus had called the angels, they would have fought. But would He have died on the cross? Which one would He have preferred, Jesus's victory at that point, or His global victory across the world? It's okay to clap. You should actually clap at revelation more than testimonies. 
Some of us think that divine resources are for uh, temporary benefits. No, God has an eternal plan. That plan is eternal. You need to see through his eyes to understand momentary seasons. That's why Paul says that our light affliction is not worthy to be compared to the glories to come. Please let me encourage you. Don't interpret your life through situations. It's a very weak and immature way to do life. Your situation is too subjective for it to be a perfect prism through which to analyze life. Because for everything you consider good, somebody is going through that thing and for them it's bad. I hope you see that. <laughs> Let me say this. Somebody wants to get married. God, I want to marry. I want to marry. I want to marry. Do you know somebody married at the time that you hoped you had married? And that marriage was what destroyed their whole lives. So marriage is not a blessing. God's marriage for you is the blessing. A car is not a blessing because people have died in their cars. Is the car that God has for you. And if I have to wait for what God has for me, I'm here waiting. So angelic manifestations are not always a blessing. It's if they are furthering the agenda of God. Because there are people who have seen angels and they have created a denomination around angel worship. Oh, come on, you get that? There are whole denominations right now. If you don't go... Hey, hey, Angel Michaela, Angel Kiriko. They don't believe that Jesus is there. And tons of souls are led astray. Just because God just said, okay, let me just show this person one angel. Now say everything must be angel. Some of you know some of those sects. Some of them are even named after. And some of those people that are named after, they don't even understand the power of those angels they are named after. That they named their denomination after. Are we here? So let's start with that part. That angels, they are innumerable company of angels. Innumerable, innumerable companies of angels. And I gave you the class of angels. Can we see those classes of angels very quickly? Media, they, they have it. So in Hebrews 12, 22, we saw that. Yep. We saw all kinds of angels in Revelations 5 verse 11. Write that down. We're going to need that reference, reference later. Right? Just write it down. Revelations 5 and 11. Now, these are the hierarchies of angels, the major hierarchies, depending on your school of persuasion. Actually, if you study the early church fathers, um, you're going to see, so there are people like Evaglias and uh, I'm trying to remember, there's a particular person who shaped the, much of the early doctrine, Jerome. The early church fathers, the people called the desert fathers, some of them actually had encounters with angels. And so there are certain things that are pretty subjective. And so even liberal theologians, theologians do not preach that as truth. So the class of angels people have suggested are outside of this, but these are the ones that you can see scriptures for in the Bible. Amen? These are the major class of angels. The first hierarchy at the topmost, 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 like the highest. The second hierarchy is the upward between the topmost 
and the earthly angels. Right? And then the third category are more of territorial uh, planetary, earth planetary angels. So most of the angels that most people have seen, what do you think they are? Pardon? Just express, it's a boldness. The third hierarchy, largely common angels. The angels that will manifest more often than not, they are common angels, right? And some of them can be gigantic. Some of them can be huge. Some of them can look like humans, right? But many of them are, if they are to take on a physical form or they come into the prism of visibility, like sublimations when solids become gas, right? And then gas becoming solid. So spirit beings can also take on a physical form, some, and then dissipate, right? If they are to congeal into the physical form, many times they're going to have a presence that is intimidating. But other times they appear as a normal human being. For the word says that some, Hebrews 13 verse 2, have unwittingly entertained angels, taking care of angels, pump, taking care of angels, giving them stuff. So most of the angels that people see are, in quotes, common angels. They are the basic angels. And these angels, they do domestic work. These are the angels that make sure that when you fell, at the point where you fell, you didn't roll down the staircase. Or you roll down the staircase, you didn't break your spine. And everybody was wondering, ah, what's happening? Oh, angels. Like, you just say that, ah, a normal person, if they fell like that, maybe their head would have busted. Let me just tell you something, in case you are not aware, you have a personal angel. Jesus says that their angels are always before God. So every believer has at least one angel. More believers have more than one angel based on responsibilities and assignments. Hey, talk to me now. And when you, the more you take on ministry assignment, guess what are they for? They are heirs or their servants, ministering spirits unto those who are to be the heirs of salvation. So salvation is central to the assignment. The more you take up responsibility in discipleship and leadership, the more angels you have that work with you because you are prioritizing the matters that heaven prioritizes. Therefore, you need more angelic support because you also come under more demonic attack. Island, you get it? We get it? All right. So most of those angels, they are earthly common angels. Then you have archangels. And the book of Daniel chapter 9, I think we should touch on that before we go, go deeper or further as the case may be. You see a manifestation of archangels. Daniel, go there if you have a Bible. Chapter 9. Daniel was praying and fasting from verse 3. I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications. But fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God, made confession, and all of that. He goes into a lamentation of prayers. And eventually, we see... Uh, a manifestation of angels. I'm looking for a specific one. Okay, I've seen it. In verse 10, 
verse, sorry, chapter 10, verse 10. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. So this was an angelic presence. How can, see, if I touch you, are you trembling? Are your palms sweaty? If an angel touch you, go shake small. Not because they are superior to you, but it's like electricity. It's like a superior energy, as it were. And, and many of us felt it in the first service. How many of you know there are many times in the first service when the energy changed? It's like second service, but I'm not ready for that kind of impartation. Are, are you sure you're ready? Because again, angels respond to words. So the angels hearken unto the voice of his word. So he said that he touched me and it made me tremble. It wasn't like I was just nervous or shy. Because Daniel was an authority figure in his own right. From an early age, he was a confident boy to stand against the protocols of the soul. In his humanity, he was a strong, confident person. But when an angelic being and prince came into the room and touched him, he said, it made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, what? Oh, Daniel, what? Does it sound like the hailing of Mary? So that you will not be intimidated, let me hail you, them for you. Because if you are to see an angelic being and you are not sure, that's for you, you feel very faint and discouraged. Why are you listening to? Why are there earphones in your ears? They help you hear better. Remove, remove the earphones. Oh, Daniel, we're talking about you. You don't want to read the word. Oh, Daniel, man, greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been what are angels? They are sent. Spirit messengers sent. Sent to you. While he was speaking to me, I stood, but I stood how? Trembling. Then he said to me, do not fear, Daniel. You see what I'm saying? Angelic presence can be intimidating. He says, do not fear, Daniel, why? Because from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were, this is the reason we use words in prayer. He does not say your thoughts were heard. God knows your thoughts. But in arguing a case in the courtroom of the spirit, he said, come with strong words. This is the reason the enemy tries to overwhelm you because when you're overwhelmed, your words become incoherent. Who am I preaching to? He said, your words were heard. And I have come. Why have I come? I didn't come because of your tears. I'm not saying don't cry. Please cry. Oh, people have cried this morning. He said, the reason I came, because angels are voice activated. Let the weak say I'm strong. You are weak, but the angels don't respond to your weakness. They respond to your words. Demons don't respond to your weakness. What breaks through in the spirit is the words. He, said, he didn't say, I've come because of your desperation. Do you know Israel, they were in pain for 400 years. Then the Bible says, the people began to cry to the Lord, and the Lord heard them. I've come because of your words, but see what happened in verse 13. But the prince of the power, 
the prince of the kingdom of Persia, which stood me for how long? 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the... Another word for chief there is ark. So Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, for I had been... Look at your neighbor say, your angels have been left alone sometimes. Say, don't leave your angels alone without prayers. <laughs> now, why am I reading this, please? And then he continues and speaks about some other stuff. There's another scripture I think that we need to see. I'll talk about this and why I came here. I believe it's the next verse. Uh, rather, next chapter or the same chapter. I'll get it now. Verse 21, verse 21. But I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth. No one upholds me against these except what? Michael, your prince. Now, go back to the categories of angels. I'm not going to do this for all of them. Or I just want to show you certain things. So angels are common angels, as in common angels, land, land cruisers, land guys, okay? Because don't forget, they were ascending and so that means they're angels on every level from here to the throne of God. There are some that do, are foot soldiers, they do the groundwork. You know, sometimes when you left that door to your house open overnight, an angel was there, Accident was supposed to happen. Angel was there. You've heard some people talk about how the field finished while the car was moving. Angel to organize spiritual fuel. I organize. <laughs> Put some, dig it. <laughs> Fuel support angels. Sure. So now, when we get to Daniel 9 and 10, we are exposed to archangels and principalities. Why? Daniel is not asking for a wife. He's not asking for a car. He's not asking for a phone. Archangels don't deal with pedestrian matters. He was talking about governmental influence, authority, the word of God as it pertains to Persia. So archangels are given authority over territories, over environments. Are we following? Now, principalities are given authority. They are princes over municipalities. So I believe that there are archangels that are also principalities. Just like there are people that have MSC and BSC. Or somebody can have, you know, in Nigeria, uh, in Nigeria, most people that are PhD holders in Nigeria can be associate professors in America. Yeah? So, when the Bible then says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Now, these archangels, they, they're dealing with the, the spaces and the territories and all, and they also have specific assignments because you could be wondering, so when there's no battle on earth, what are they, what are they doing? Right? They have other assignments. Then you have principalities. 
that rule over territories. Now, let me tell you what those guys do. These powers, they are the people that generate, I wish I had enough time to go through all the, um, the Greek and all the specific scriptures. Maybe when we have long teaching, we'll do that one. The powers power the principalities. Let me put it like this. How many of you know that for every president in the earth, in every democracy, there's a man who's not the president that must do what the president wants? I hope you know. Even in America. The president must do what he wants. That is the power behind the throne. Are we getting it? And see, it's not just powers, powers, powers. Somebody say powers. So they are given authority and capacity to be able to influence what happens through all of this. Virtues. Now you're going to be like, what are, what are, what are virtues? You know, the virtue of a thing is the essence. How many of you know that you can have power to do something, but you're using agidi? You're using stress. Now, the higher you go, the less physical force has been exerted. But for you to engage the higher powers, number one, revelation, identity, and position, and sacrifice. So, for example, if all you're praying about is your house rent, you don't need dominions to help you do anything now. Do you get house uh, house uh, house rent a whole archangel to come and deal with your mobile phone no it's like saying it's like saying i want to open the door to this gate i need the minister of works and housing come on talk to me isn't that an overkill isn't that ridiculous it's ridiculous that's an abuse in fact i mean you might not like the government but you don't have to make it so obvious so the higher you go. So virtues. Now I'll tell you what the plan of God was. The plan of God. This ranking is really God's agenda. God being serenaded by the seraphim. Being carried by the cherubim. Expressing through the, the ophanim. The wheels. Some people also believe that the ophanim are the thrones. Because it sits on the ophanim. The thrones. Right. Will extend his dominions. And the virtues, now the virtue is the essence, is what makes him him. His attributes, the virtues. He will express his virtues by his power and delegate his influence through principalities, through angels. He was a cascading template, an organogram to express himself. Why? Because if you supply or if you receive the discharge of power from the national distribution company, your whole house will catch fire. So I've got to step it down and cascade it in a way that it's helpful and not hurtful. If the power being generated in Kanji Dam or any other power plant comes into your house, it's going to burn up the flames, right? So even though in your spirit you are seated on earth, your human body cannot carry the glory. That's why when even an archangel touched somebody, he was already trembling. Do you see? He said no man had seen God at any time. But only the son has made him known. Amen. 
Now let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. So the thrones, I, I spoke about that in the, in the first service. Those are the, the wheels that carry him. And the cherubim, so the wheels are beside the cherubim. The cherubim are the ones that host the presence. That's why, don't forget, when Adam fell and they were sent out of the garden, he sent what? Cherubim to guard it. Can I propose to you that there's a room between Eden and the Garden of Eden? <laughs> Can you handle this? Because Isaiah 14 said that the anointed cherubim walked in Eden. Meanwhile, we know that when he walked in the Garden of Eden, he was no longer the anointed cherubim, Lucifer. He was now a fallen angel. So he's speaking that Lucifer already moved in Eden. Eden is an atmosphere. <laughs> the Garden is a physical place. How do I know? Read your Bible. It said, then God planted a garden in Eden. So Eden existed before the garden was planted. Somebody say, Lord, I receive the spirit of revelation. Say, Lord, I'm covered in the spirit of revelation. Eden existed before the garden. See, so Lucifer was created to operate in Eden. This is the reason we now do what he was supposed to do. Because God now planted a garden. You literally took his space there. And not only did you took your space, you also took a seat. So you were given what Lucifer would never get. Because what he said is, I want to be like the most high. The way he is seated, I want to be seated. So Hebrews 1 says, to which of the angels did he say seat? Angels don't sit, they stand, they fly, they move, they run. But sons, we start from a seated position. And we watch our father send the angels. And when we speak, the angels will run and catch our cup that is about to fall. Or clean up the mess that is about to happen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Somebody shout glory! Please, if there's addition you want to make in 2023, study your Bible. Study your Bible. Study your manual. I tell you, there are some battles you will not fight. It's like one Agbero is trying to fight. is breaking bottles in Lagos Island. Do you think Jagaban is going to go there and say, what's happening, what's happening? He's got a, a power chain that addresses that. Are we here? That's why Hebrews was explaining to which of the angels has he ever said sit. In fact, let me show you something. Let's go to Hebrews. We'll come to Ephesians 1. But go to Hebrews. Island, are you feeling all right? Are you feeling fly? See, Hebrews 2. Verse 5. He has not put the world to come, of which we speak in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than angels. That's wrong. It's Elohim that's in the original text. But the writers could not believe. How can you say you're just a little lower than Elohim? You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. 
For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing. <laughs> nothing that is not under him. But we see who? Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels in his physical body, the material of his body. That's what that means now. For the suffering of death, what? What? Crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, my what? Look at anybody say, I will transition, but I will never taste death. I will never know what death tastes like. Because I have passed from death to life. It is that different, everyone. I don't want to go in that direction. I have spoken to you about the cup bearer. And what the ministry of the cup bearer does. He drinks the cup so that there's poison in it. He dies and not the king. He tasted death. He died. That's why I said the Lord is my cup and my portion. He said my cup runs over. Because after he swallowed death, he said death is swallowed up. Because when you taste it, you swallow it. He said, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your stain? Oh, grave, where is your victory? He drank death. He pooped it out. And he said, now I have a cup of joy, a cup of abundance. My cup is running over. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because God, you are my cup bearer. And not only are you my cup bearer, you are my cup. You are my portion and the portion of my inheritance. Verse 10, for it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation, media help us, perfect through sufferings. Verse 11, for both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. For which reason is not ashamed to call them brethren. Say now, declare him and all of them, all of that. Verse 14, inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, is not saying they are drinking flesh and eating blood. Saying the children have taken on physical uh, embodiment. He himself likewise shared in the same in the physical body. That through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. So it's like maybe you've seen all the sci-fi movies, all those uh, interesting action movies. Where the protagonist intentionally enters into the belly of the monster. And he has one special power or a knife. And he uses to destroy the monster from inside the monster. That's a picture of salvation. Jesus entered into death and tore death to pieces. He might destroy him with the power of death. That is the what? The devil. And verse 15, what does he do now? Release those who through the fear of death were all their lifetimes subject to bondage. So think about the fear of death. Many times people think about, um, oh, I'm afraid of dying. That's not the fear of death he's talking about. He's saying the fear that man became bound by as a result of his death, as a result of the fall in the beginning. That's spiritual death. Now, every human being who's not in Christ is in fear. If you are in Christ, you should not be in fear. Because he already destroyed the one that has the power of fear. Yes, 
And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Verse 16. Let's read verse 16 together. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he gives aid to the Abraham. Good question. Someone is saying, how? Very simple. When the angels fell, Jesus did not say, I would become like an angel to redeem angels. That's the aid he's talking about. But when man fell, God said, I must become a man to redeem him. If somebody knew how powerful that was, you're going to be celebrating right now. So you have this different class of angels. Now, when did the angels fall? Should I touch on that? Maybe I'll continue that on Wednesday. Some other practical things. So I gave you, I gave you eight things, actually ten things in the first service that angels do. Write this next one. Angels can bring healing. Angels can bring healing. John chapter 5 verse 4. We see that there. Pull of Bethesda. It said that once in a while the angel would come and stir up the water. So angels can bring healing. Somebody's going to receive healing before we leave. Number 12. Angels can appear in dreams. Angels can appear in dreams. Nicopraliza Badojus. Matthew 1, 18 to 21. Why are you still on the road? I'm so sorry. My iPad is in a state of Isma Bisma. <laughs> Verse 19, then, the, then Joseph, a husband... Being a just man, not wanting to... Come on, don't do that. It's actually like oscillating between two versions. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put away secretly. Verse 20. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him where... In a dream. So you know how people be like, put a Bible under your pillow so that you don't have bad dreams. It's not a Bible you need to put under your pillow. It's the word you need to put in your spirit and your soul. Why? Demonic spirits have a dimension of access to the soul realm. And so when the eye gates or the ear gates or the feeling gates are exposed, a demonic spirit can actually appear to you in a dream and actually appear as an angel of light in a dream. And there are people who have moved based on what they saw in a dream because they thought it was God that appeared to them. So when people say things like pray before you sleep, pray night prayers, or read the word, these are spiritual to see. Sometimes people's expression may be wrong and their theology is right. Are you aware of that? So they might not be as articulate as I am or intelligent or modern enough to show you the lines but some of those things have tokens. Now, you don't do them 
reactively, you do them proactively. So an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream. Number 13, many people will not like this one. Angels do not marry. At least they are not supposed to. But they did in Genesis chapter 6. Talk about that later. Luke 20, 34 to 36. If you're not taking notes, at least write down the scriptures. Study. Go and study. Meditate muse. Jesus answered and said to them, the sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. So they are sons of this age, but they are sons in the future age. So in this age, as his sons, we marry. But see what it's saying about the future age. But those who are counted worthy to attain that age. What is the counting of worthiness to attain the resurrection or, the, or that age? It's not works, but it's faithfulness. He said, he that is faithful to the end. So the way you're recognized in the book of life, in the book of God, is by faith. It's faith that gives you access there. Now, it doesn't matter what you have done or what you do. If you're in faith in Christ... You're going to make it to that place. Now, let me just make it also clear. The inverse is true. If you are also really in faith in Christ, at some point you stop doing some nasty things. It said, but those who are counted worthy to attain that age and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, nor can they die anymore. For they are... Equal. Now, not equality is not in value, but in material being. That's their bodies will now be like that of the angels and being the sons of the resurrection. Why? Because the angels, the Lucifers that were first created were the sons of the what? What's Lucifer? Son of the morning. So the sons of the morning were the angels, but the sons of the resurrection are the redeemed faithful. I think this theology is too deep for you guys. Is it? For some people. Because I just look like. So you want to be kings, I want the diet of Agbalumo uh, Sela in the spirit. Look at the neighbor, say, It's well, it's well. That angel spoke to. Elijah, arise and eat for the what? We're raising people that will deal, do business with dominions and powers. So you must have substance. Are you getting it? See, all those aspirations, I want to reach one billion souls. You don't reach one billion souls without interfacing with powers and dominions. That's the jewel, the crown jewel in the spirit is the souls of men. The devil will give you all the gold in the world to take one soul from you. You guys didn't get that one. Souls. That that thing that Jesus died for. That's the real treasure in the spirit. I want to know. I want to know that rubbish. In the spirit, a demon will give you that. To take a disciple from you. This is why David was a man after God's heart. He knew that the sheep were a reflection of what he was with God. That's the reason when there was a sheep that other people would despise. said, no, no sheep is being lost under my watch because this sheep is to me like I am to God. So I will fight for his soul even in the jaw of death. Because that's what Jesus did. He broke the lion of death. Or the one that was roaring like a lion called the devil. And he broke us out of the teeth of the enemy. Are you hearing that? 
And don't forget, it says, those that suffer with me will do what? They will reign with me. Let me also mention this. In the resurrection, as a son of the resurrection, your body will recognize you. Your nose will not be smaller. Sir, my nose is too big. It will still be big like this in the resurrection. Sir, I wish my legs were slim and thin. It, the way it is like this is the way it's going to be. There are enough things in the Bible are we, are we here now. When Jesus resurrected, recognize him. That means his features did not change. His glory changed, but not his features. In the resurrection, if you're a man now, you'll be a man. Jesus came out and he was not walking like this. <laughs> resurrection power. People say they don't walk like some people do. Jesus, he came, are, you, are you getting this? This is to let you know that God has an eternal agenda and he designed you perfectly for it. You're not going to, you're not going to change. Which means if you have a problem with yourself right now, go and fix it with God. Say, God, my head is too big. Ask him, why is my head so big? Are you here? <laughs> now, how about people that were born with defects and all? I believe all of that will be sorted. In the resurrection. Do you know why I believe so? Lazarus was sick and he died of a sickness. When he resurrected, he didn't come back with the sickness that he died with. So bodies ravaged by cancer and HIV and amputation, car crashes, is going to be fixed by the resurrection power of God. That power is called the hooper balloon. It goes above and beyond what you ask it to do. So it doesn't just reverse death. It reverses every iota of misalignment with the perfect picture that God has in mind. Is there anybody who's grateful for the resurrection power? I'm going to tip, tip her down shortly, but I need to give you some things that will help. Number 14, angels eat food. Write that down. Genesis 19, 1 to 3, Psalm 78, 24 to 25. We see Abraham seven food to angels, and I can imagine they have a very healthy appetite. Angels can eat food. Psalm 78, 24 to 25 says, had rained down manna on them. God rained down manna on them to eat. And he gave them the bread of what? Heaven. He gave them the bread of heaven. There's a marriage supper of the lamb. There'll be food. It's just going to be a different kind. And what does he call it? Man ate. Man ate angel's food. Manna was angel's food. That's why when they tasted they were like, what is this? They say it was like wafer and custard with honey. God sabi cook. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you how powerful that meal was. Egypt was the dominant force on the earth. So it was the height of cuisine, it was the height of culture. So all the food that you, you desire, you should have eaten in Egypt. Or at least tasted, stolen from your master as a slave, right? Or sin, but when see when God feeds you, even your taste buds will bow in worship. Number number fifteen, angels are incredibly strong, and they fight. They can fight. 
Second Kings 19.35, Second Kings 19.35, Islanders, can you shout hallelujah? Can I get someone to do a video for me from the island? Let me see what's going on there. Highlanders, can you shout hallelujah? Second Kings 19.35, and it came to pass on a certain night that the angel of the Lord went out and killed how many people in the camp of Assyrians? 185,000. And when the people arose in the morning, early in the morning, there were corpses all dead. Angels will fight on your behalf. How many angels fought this battle? One. And it took how many down? Now, you know Sonic? You know how Sonic moves? Sonic speed? You know Sonic speed? Angels move faster than Sonic speed. Because they are not in the material realm. Good stuff. They're not in the material realm. Number 16. Angels work for the benefits of believers. So even things you don't pray about, some angels took care of. Number 18. So you can write Hebrews 1, 13 to 14. You've already read that one. Number what? 17. Angels encamp around the righteous. Angels encamp around the righteous. Psalm 34 verse 7. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. So 17 angels encamp around the righteous. Now somebody's going to wonder. In fact the word says here. The angel of the Lord encamps around all those who fear him. So you're going to wonder how can one angel encamp. That's because in your mind you're thinking about the book of the Bible stories angel. That one cannot encamp around even your baby. That's the one that wears diapers and small wings and is flying. The one they use for Valentine, Valentine Angel. Please, for those who are not in the first service, can we show them pictures of some of those angels? Can we show them again? One angel, some of them have wings, not all have wings. But one angel with a wing, if it blows like this, because how would that angel have killed 185,000 people? You think it was Feshelu? Like fisticuffs. No. You do like this, 17 will die. You blow something, they stop breathing. Who they breathe? <laughs> An angel smote Peter. He woke up. If he had slapped him twice, they have lost maybe some teeth. He said, I said, wake him up, don't kill him. See, this is what, what, a, what the orphan name looked like. So tell me how you will see this angel. Of course, nobody can even see this one on earth. They don't do earth business, right? They do have a dip. They are around the throne. They don't do, they're not earthlings. Like you see in Buari eating corn on this road. Maybe after he leaves the bread. So when you see this one, you just stand for like 100 years. What is this? You know, someone's been thinking that when, when you get to heaven, just run and go and meet Jesus. I, I'm not sure. I think you just pause that. And you know, because the angels are different. So we thought that the angels were like us humans. Mm -mm. Some are like this. Sounds like I don't want again. <laughs> Some are like this. Some are, they have the eyes around their wings. 
see. That's why they said, fear not. <laughs> see, that's the mystery. So imagine something like this looking at you. That's why, that's why they said, what is man? In other words, see my sophistication. See this man. He's so basic. Man is so elementary. From dust. Exactly. So look at this. This is a, is a majestic creature. And we read in Ezekiel earlier that their wings have sounds. As you go like this. See, God, God has this too. This is the real God they create. So, talking about deliverance, because we need to close. Number 18, angels bring deliverance. They bring deliverance. 18, the church bring de deliverance. Number 19, angels can strength, strengthen us in seasons of prayer. Luke 22. So, deliverance, Acts 12, 5 to 11, the story of Peter. Number 19, they strengthen us in seasons of prayer. Luke 22, 43 to 46. And finally, for this, I mean, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I was able to list all the 20. <laughs> thank you. On Wednesday, we'll deal with demons. And on Wednesday, please come with anybody who has a pattern or a compulsive behavior or a demonic manifestation. We're going to cast out some demons. And I'm not going to be the only one doing it or ministry like I did in the first service. Come, let's deal with some demons. Let's embarrass demons practically. You know, there were some manifestations earlier. Let's have plenty manifestations. Because I was, I was speaking about demonic possession. And demons, they can't possess the spirit of a believer, but they can influence believers. And they can hide in body parts. We'll, we'll expose a lot of that. They can hide in body parts. They can hide in flesh. They love to hide in flesh. They don't like the dry places of the earth because that's what Jesus said we should do. Cast them into the dry places of the earth. Right? So in a manner of speaking, when you say, I'm binding a demon, what you're really doing, is not as if you're tying them up forever. The only demons that are currently tied up forever, they're in Tartarus. First Peter explains that. It says that they are keeping reserve for the day of judgment. So what happens is demons are restrained in this age. They are not completely banished. They know their time is short. So they are restrained. What restrains them? Light wires. Like live wires. Your words, revelation knowledge. Like a live wire can bind them. What frees them? Actions, immorality, sensuality, flesh, carnality, darkness. Do you see? So that's why if somebody goes into a lot of fleshly stuff, after a while, demons will start entering, at least the space. Because they are authorized to work in the domains of darkness. <laughs> Do you get it? So demons cause darkness, but darkness also brings demons. It's like this. If someone poops well enough in a matter of days maggots will show right so what's number 19 number what close 19 shine us in place of prayer number number uh, 20 
they help sustain atmospheres of worship and effective warfare. They bring the atmosphere of heaven. They bring the atmosphere of glory. The angels in this room right now, and we're going to close. The angels in this room right now, the angels all over the island right now. Revelation chapter 5, you can study that. You see the throne of God said there are thousands and thousands and tens of thousands. If you can give me that verse in Revelation, Revelation chapter 5. Revelation. Thousands and thousands of thousands and ten thousands. And if you are to calculate and read it in the way most English books put it, it's look as if they're just thousands and thousands. Mm. It's actually thousands of thousands and ten thousands of ten thousands. And if you go that way, it looks as if they're about a hundred trillion angels. But it's just a way of saying innumerable, like Hebrews 12 says, uncountable, like we started off with. Jesus said, I can call now and 60,000 will show so when you hear songs like angels all around me morning noon and i'm surrounded i know i'm surrounded i know that's the angels Morning, noon, and evening. Protected and protected, I know. Protected, protected, protected. You're about singing as if you're not sure. I see angels all around. It's never ending, and it's never ending, and it's never ending, and it's never ending, and protected, and protected, 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 protected. See it, see it. I'm surrounded. Surrounded. now. And it's never ending. And it's never ending. It's never ending. So songs like that are the songs I get when I'm in that space. Because think about it sometimes. 
some of those songs you just know that it's not somebody right and I noticed something about songs that present songs most of my songs I get the choruses first how many of you know that many of the songs are either pretty simple or very few words because the closer you are to the base of power the fewer your words are If you are before an authority figure, like a major massive person, and you're talking, 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 it's because you don't understand dynamics of power. When you're in the place of power, that's why you see what the angels are crying. Holy, holy, holy. Is it plenty talk? Because God's presence is shut up. Give us the text, I'm closing. That presence is, is so that's why sometimes it just sits there some of you need to go and listen to that album many of you have not experienced the glory by the way KMT I spoke to your pastor your pastor and your leader earlier but let me say it now some of those songs glory all around people all around shouts of victory you need to do them you need to do them they are not I didn't record album for record album I recorded it for ministry do you understand? So you rehearse them very, very well. So it doesn't sound different from what we hear. I will hear. And then not just my songs, the songs of people in the house as well. It's like cooking food and you're still going to go and eat somewhere. You supplement with outside. You use the sounds in the house. Say so they don't know them. Every song that's popular, at some point nobody knew them. So when God releases something organic, there's a stream of grace that's connected to that. So why do you think times like when we do immersion, the songs just be flowing? I have 4,000. I'm, I'm very conservative when it comes to, to come to the song. I'll be like, I've written about 500. It's actually more than that. I have 4,000 voice notes. <laughs> and about 2,700 of them are songs. <laughs> People say, what are the others? Your relationship with God has to be real to you that you document your walk with him. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels, many around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. People to be like, people to be like, you dams. I believe you. Oh, it's 4,392 voice recordings. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> See, eh, when I appear before Jesus, I want that well done to be well done. Oh. Not parboiled. With E. Well done. If resurrection is real to you, you will live differently. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures, and the elders, and the number of them was what? So that and is not, so it's 10,000 times 10,000, that's about 10 million. 10 million. Right? No, hundred million actually. Let's do it. Use biro and pen. Bless you. Thank you for ministering me today. 
100 million. Now, 100 million times 10,000. Sorry, 100 million times thousands. 100 billion times thousands. 100 trillion. This is the reason you know call to worship is a privilege. They won't miss your voice if you are not there. Do you understand? 100 trillion voices are singing. People whose, whose wings make music. You now think it's your voice that will stop the church from growing. Uh, check them now. This is the kind of pride that made Lucifer fall. Because somewhere in his mind he thought, I'm the guy. Oh God, Goshikuro. My guy fell. It says uh, like lightning. It was lightning speed four. Bra! <laughs> zero to infinity. <laughs> Kami literally says zero to infinity. You just got zero. Zero to infinity. <laughs> Let's stand. Or for some of us, kneel or bow. I don't know. But we just have to close. Let's thank God for the privilege. 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 For counting us worthy. For bringing us into the number. For bringing us into the number. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nana Copelato Riasiatabatas. Luna neke bratu valise masatayosh. Uradina nakia sevalata. Ine nekobala. He said, You have come to Mount Zion. You have come. You don't have wings, but I made you fly. You don't have wings, but I lifted you high. You have come there. He said to the church of the firstborn. There's a register with your name there. There's an old school song that says, Do you know there is another fellowship in heaven? It is true. I tell you, the old saints, they knew certain things by the Spirit. They were not very good with articulation. They made some errors in presentation and maybe even in aspects of theology. But there are certain things they knew. When they said there's another fellowship in heaven, when they said la da la da la da da, our Lord Jesus is a ladder, they knew certain things. Paul said, Our Father before whom I kneel. And whom all the families in heaven and on earth are named. He's named. Somebody worship. I sense the glory. I see the move of God. I see the glory.
Somebody engage the glory, engage the glory. Someone stay behind this young lady, the lady in black. I see the glory. Raise your hand. and you lost certain big deals. I saw losses. You lost some money as well and you've actually also lost some friends. And it looks as though they're just patterns and cycles of losses. But the Lord is breaking that now in the name of Jesus. Lord, overwhelm her with the spirit of grace in this moment. Overwhelm her with the spirit of grace. Numenia kupendia suverenis in a cooperant oceanias, in prosperity, crupelitis, no me na consonants. Listen, there are angels all around, and some of you are going to tremble. In fact, sometimes when you just start shaking like that, sometimes an angel release yourself, release yourself. It's not a show. There's a glory, let her, let her lie on the floor. Stage if you missed. There's a glory coming. There's a glory here. There's a glory here. I wish I had enough time to take you to Revelation 12. I'll take you there on Wednesday by God's grace. The Lord just showed me something. Angels move in quantum leaps. Come. Angels, they move in quantum leaps. So an angel. You already know, does not need a passport to get to another nation. Does not need a visa to get into a nation. An angel can actually stop an aircraft. So when you see Superman, you know that Superman thing? That's actually what angels do. An angel can inter intercept a plane crash. I saw you move in quantum leaps. And God said, three steps to the top. 
You're going to become the head of your organization. Three steps. Boom, boom, boom. Favor. 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 Listen. They are favor angels. They are angels called favor. Receive. of God so some virtue angels are called favor wisdom angels angels that embody the virtues of God and the Lord said there's a release of virtues now I know why the Lord said I should stay here he said that there this is a defining moment Fidel come there's a there's a wisdom virtue receive virtual angels are around. Listen. He said, you look like the smallest, but I now make you the strongest. You look like the smallest, but I make you the greatest. You look like the overlooked, like the ignored, like the forsaken, like the abandoned. But not any longer. 
we give to you virtues in the name of Jesus. I saw you going up like with the speed of a whirlwind and the, the cyclone effect. The angels that have cyclone effects, want to talk about demons, you're going to see. Any manifestation that a demon has is a perversion of an angelic ability. So if you see a cyclone on the sea trying to stop Jesus, there are angels that move like that. <laughs> ah! Somebody engage the glory. Somebody engage the Virtues, virtues, virtues. So when you see glory, there are seven major inheritances in Christ. Seven major honor, blessing, glory, power, dominion. Some angels embody that. And when many of those angels, or rather when ministries creates atmospheres that allow those things happen. Like I said, a canal pattern can produce demonic influence. A culture. So for example, virtual angels of wisdom, they work with me very well. Very. And so you see wisdom, and you see people say, oh, Peter, I like the way you're building. There's a way, because by wisdom is a 
house built. And when you see that what God is doing is templatizing that, the Lord is about to release virtues, come on, son. I prophesy your tongue. May you aprikatovla zubala. Come, inofrikopalia. Your tongue will be for the nations in the name of Jesus. You will declare the word of God. You will speak with boldness and authority. You will flow in the supernatural. I proclaim that you are lifted. You are given a sword of wisdom and creativity. In the name of Jesus. You run with speed. You run with virtue. You run with grace. Bring all the children who are still around. In the name of Jesus. I give to you wisdom. Uncommon wisdom, extraordinary wisdom, divine wisdom, unheard of wisdom. I give to you dominions. Ah! Enter the nations. Enter the nations. Luperantia Somalia. In the name of Jesus. Enter. You go for those arrows. Launch. 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 Into the times and the seasons beyond your age, you will not be a victim of ministry, you will be torch bearers, light bearers, pace setters, grace carriers, wisdom givers, territory takers, culture shapers. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout glory. Somebody shout glory! Shout glory! You are protected. You are preserved. You are surrounded. You are kept. You are secure. You are secure. Where, where is their parent, their guardian? Who, who's their parent? God is on your case to do. He said they are not ordinary children. All of them are your children? The three of them? I see. Who is the parent of this? Okay. You will explain what we're doing to them later because many of them don't understand. But see, this is bypassing the intelligence. Lord! These are no longer children. They are arrows in your hands. They are weapons of war. Bediga to pekita kuvala inakwapeke enizazuzigiria. Territory takers from an early age, they receive the impartation of this house, the impartation of grace, the impartation of glory. Receive it to receive it to. Somebody You are not too young to receive the impartation. You receive the impartation of grace and wisdom. In the name of Jesus, stretch your hands towards them and bless them. But virtues. There is somebody during this SGQ 
you saw yourself owning something like a mall, like a mall, like a mall, multi-component uh, building or space or something. Who's that person? Maybe the person's online. Come, during SGQ or not the one before. The Lord said, what I showed you is not a dream. It's not a dream. It's already dawn in the heavens. Come closer and it will come to pass. Raise your hands to the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be a release right now of grace. I'm going to count down from three to one. And not only those who are in front, some of you are going to receive an impartation where you are. Three. Two. One. Receive it now. 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 All over the room. All over the room. Fire! Fire!
but our gifts will move in the glory. Virtues, that prayer angels, prayer angels, virtues, the worship angels, their favor angels. And you know, the thing about the operations of these angels, this is the reason grace is transferable and honor is important because honor is a protocol in the spirit. Whatever you dishonor, you don't attract. That's not just a philosophical motivational quip. It's the way God said it, right? Ranks. Let me show you what I mean. If we had enough time and we'll do that on, on Wednesday, by God's grace, so much to teach. Somebody say, help my pastor, Lord. Help my pastor. Say, my pastor is helped by God. One of my biggest issues is knowing I have so much to teach, but knowing the one you need right now. I've given that one to you. When the Bible says that he has now obtained a more excellent name than the angels, God is so, so much of a God of honor and order and hierarchy that for him to make the name Jesus higher than all the other names, he had to ensure that Jesus fully obeyed him to the deepest parts, obedience to death. So he obtained that name not because now God became. He obtained that name because he was tested in every way that the angels were tested and that humans are tempted and he passed all the tests. So when he told the angels, this is your boss, they say, yes, sir. Not because he's your, are you understand? Let me give an example, PLT come. I say it all the time, when we're gonna start out, I say, see, I don't want people to just say, oh, mama, you will go through all. <laughs> you will go through all the protocols. You will do in love with kings, master life and all of that. Now, how many of you respect PLT because she's my wife? Just generally, because she's my wife, you respect her? So instead of respecting her before you even knew her, how many of you respect her? You didn't respect her as my wife. Do you respect her as my wife? How many of you respect her as a fine woman who carries herself well? That's the one you respect her more for. And the fact that she's my wife. Look at all of you people. You understand ranking in the spirit. So if I married somebody that is not fine, you put no respect. No, 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 I'm saying you also respect her. That's another reason. Because you can respect her for different reasons. That's what I'm trying to show you. Now, how many of you also respect that because she went through the process? Some of them were here from the beginning. You wouldn't even know. I mean, yeah, you know the story. But as we were reading manual, was she reading manual? Was I reading manual? I was. So I was teaching and I was learning. Right? How many of you respect that because you've actually seen her grow in different capacities as well? So I respect myself for that one, self. So no respect me. So the Jesus that Hebrews 1 and 2 was talking about is not just the word that emanated. It's that this man, he passed the entire protocols. That's why in Psalm 24, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up. He said, who is the king of glory? He said, the Lord strong and mighty. In other words, he had the keys of death and the grave. Are you here? Now I'm saying that to say, that if what you honor is Jesus the rabbi, there are many philosophers that honor Jesus the rabbi, but they are not going to heaven. Because yes, they are not aligned with the protocol of redemption. Yes. So they can quote him for a seminar, but he has not inseminated them. Similarly, you can come to church and what you respect is Jesus a nice therapist. 
Or look at me, or a man of God, and all your respect is, oh, this guy speaks very well. It's eloquent, you know. <laughs> Common experience. When people see me minister in this dimension for the first time, many times they're very shocked. They're like, I thought he was just a very fine speaker. <laughs> What's the point I'm trying to make? If there are people that carry certain virtues and you honor those virtues, those virtues, they put you in their catchment area. The Lord wants me to speak a word about this house. We have entered into a phase where we're going to have virtues. This is also what makes a kind of persons. That's why you look at different ministries and their different glories, right? A kind of persons. And so for our work, we can't just do this one. I hope you know. Can't just do this one again. For the work, what we're saying, you know what that, you know what that work is? Just that you can't, these two are exclusively for God. David. David. There are very few people that operate in the dimension of thrones. And in the Bible, you're going to see witnesses. David. Now, will within a will. It said that the covenant with David is everlasting. It's a will within a will. David will be a star in the new age. Ever Abraham, Jesus, Paul. The Lord is raising people in this house. And that raising is not by desperation, activation, manipulation, or politicking. It's submission, alignment. Father, we thank you for the outpouring of glory. Outpourings of glory. Dominion is given. Or shouldn't this come? Let me pray for you. Somebody stay behind them. Menuvrazila katalo sina hovradisha. Unegabra suvrilikipa. Zudia tuvelia sabaliya tala kandosa. Inakrupehe tovelia sumariyash. You are preserved. You are protected. You are kept. In the name of Jesus. If your wife or your husband is with you, hold that person, hold your husband or your wife. Couples, come, come. If your husband is your son, it's a while for no gay wife. It's just a couple of us. Just a couple of couples. Please help Jibu with his glasses. Come, guys. Oh, I didn't know you were married. That's cute. Please remove your glasses because things will happen. Can you trust somebody with your phone? Just in case. Can you remove your glasses? You didn't come by accident. I hope you know there are institutional services. We've had a few in Kings. This is one of them. Maybe in our five years, we've had maybe like 10. They are defining service. This service is a defining service. If you know what my body has been through in the last two weeks, you will not believe, if I'm here, I will not believe I'm ministering with this, with this capacity and grace, physically and spiritually. So I know there's something on me. Nigatubas. Now listen, what the Lord is saying is that couples... These couples and couples in this house, you are going to own spaces. 
By space, I mean power business in industries. We're going to see a rise of couple-led businesses. Listen, oh. This is, a, this is a, an instruction in the prophecy. It says, when it happens, don't become high-minded and think you can do it by yourself. Remember where this impartation is coming from because what will happen in some other places is when those things begin to happen, they'll now become very proud and say, oh, we're too big for these people. We're too big for this ministry. They don't rate us. This is a warning inside the prophecy now. It does not mean certain persons may not be released to do another work. But when that time comes... It will be done the way God ordains it. Not just because you feel or sense something. God says, I'm given keys. And I see keys. And these keys are massive. And for some of you, this is the reason the enemy has tried to cause disunity. And misrepresentation. And difficulty in the union. Because it is one key God has given both of you. It's not plenty keys. Receive right now. Britosina Kubratia. I want to open something up in the spirit. I open up something in the spirit. Every couple standing before me, you are launched into the dimensions of glory. Power, prophetic accuracy. Prophetic judgment, sought kingdom wealth, kingdom wealth, kingdom wealth on factories, on lands, on factories. Receive it now, receive it now of millions, hundreds of millions, billions. Receive it now. Neno hosula baya, etobola tuwa, reteketobalo, sadiaso. Of the mosiatosomos. Bolotoberadesha. Rokwa betobla subala. The Lord says you must be planted. You must be planted. He says there's so much. There's so much in you. Flow in this grace. Do massive things with ease. I saw the Lord heal somebody's wrist. The wrist was painful. There was pain there. The Lord says many of the blessings in your life will come in doubles. 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 Especially what you lacked when you were being raised by your own parents. Especially what you lacked. I saw the Lord giving you land, sir. I saw the Lord giving you land, and it's going to be a lot of land. It's even going to be like more than 
you were thinking or praying for or planning towards and there's an assignment for that land somebody say kingdom wealth let me tell you one of the most common features in this house next year land people will be buying land like water because we're entering into the territory phase of our assignment and the king without land is a paradox receive it in the name of Jesus anybody got something today somebody shout hallelujah say you are kind you are great you are good you are kind you are great you are good you are kind you are great you are good there's no one like you Thank him for everything he has done today. Clap those hands if you can. Bless your neighbor. Speak a word of life. Say you're blessed. Say you're favored. Say you're lifted. It's your best week yet. The remaining five weeks of this year will be the best weeks of this year. This generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.